Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Prepare to win this season with PFF Fantasy. Pro Football Focus uses our exclusive data on every play of every game to bring you the best fantasy stats and projections. Join PFF Edge for full access to our expert rankings, draft tools, matchup charts, and of course our award-winning content. Are you a high-stakes player? Join PFF Elite, which includes our premium stats database, green line game picks, and DFS optimizer powered by our fantasy projection. Join PFF Fantasy and prepare to win. Sign up now at ProFootballFocus.com. You've tuned in to the 49ers Rush Podcast, and here is your host, John Chapman. All right, 49ers fans, welcome back to another episode of the 49ers Rush Podcast, and we got a good one for you today. It's awesome just knowing that we have a game here shortly. Today I'm recording this Wednesday evening, and we got a game Saturday at 5. We are going to be playing against the Houston Texans, and the 49ers are already down there in Houston. They've been holding two joint practices, the first of which was today, Wednesday. Second one will be tomorrow, then they'll get kind of their pregame day for Friday. And then it's game time, and it has... Uh, man, today's practice was just amazing. All the clips and reporting. Uh, I haven't been able to go down there, obviously, but man, it, there's just so much fights on the field. Jimmy Ward and DeAndre Hopkins, one-on-ones with McGlinchey versus Watt. Holy freaking cow. So much great stuff going on. And so what I want to do is I want to prepare you for what to look for, what to watch for, update you on the practice reports and more importantly the injuries holy freaking cow I started you know working on all my up-to-date information on every single injury and there's so many but I'm going to go through this and I want to outline exactly what is going on with each person this is kind of compiled from all the different beat writers Niners Nation put out some good stuff and so yeah I do want to give a shout out to the people that are you know getting the groundwork done you know Joel Fan with 49ers.com is putting out some great stuff. Really appreciate him. Matt Barrows of The Athletic, as always. Niners Nation. There's just a lot of really good information out there. So let's go through these injury updates real quick and just let everybody know that the best and maybe the <laughs> most positive news of this whole thing, Fred Warner is back. He got a full practice in today, and he should be good to go. And this is huge because... This kid is not only going to be starting week one, he is going to be starting somewhere week one with Reuben Foster suspended, but he could possibly be the starter long-term and for the rest of the season. So we've got to see what he can do. George Kittle, he did separate his shoulder uh, officially, and he is week to week. I doubt he plays one more snap in the preseason. Uh, he will be put on ice until week one. Matt Breida, very, very similar. Also a separated shoulder, even though done very differently, week to week, and he will probably be done until week one. Eric Armstead, hamstring, he's week to week as well. And, I, man, it's kind of weird to say he could be losing his job um, as he speak, as we speak. So we'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that. Jarek McKinnon had a calf strain. His turns out to be, I mean, it was catastrophic. I was on pins and needles 
needles at work. Uh, my phone blows up saying that Jarek McKinnon went down with a non-contact injury holding his lower leg. And as soon as you hear non-contact, it's ACL almost probably 90% of the time. Came back as a calf strain, which is just wonderful. He's going to rest this week and reevaluate next week. My assumption is he will not play this week or next week. And then you get into week four of the preseason, which is really, uh, you know, usually you don't get your starters to do anything. But I, I would like him to get one meaningful snap, but I doubt it's going to happen. If, if I'm betting, he's going to be done. Because if you re-aggravate that calf strain, every time you do, you restart that clock from two to four weeks. So just might as well just be safe. He, he did have a pretty rough game in the first week of the preseason. But um, we'll see what happens to that. Kawan Williams, his ankle, he is resting this week and will reevaluate next week. And this is an okay injury because, man, we want to see who that backup slot is going to be. Uh, right now, DJ Reed is holding that down. Man, he looks really, really good. So, Malcolm Smith, hamstring, he's resting this week. Reevaluate next week as well. Gary Gilliam and Solomon Thomas are both day to day in the concussion protocol. Solomon Thomas and both these guys, they will not be playing this week. Possibly next week. We'll just have to see how they get through this. But you don't want to rush them back during the preseason with either one of those guys. Eli Harold, uh, his knee injury, he is day-to-day. He is possibility he could play. But my assumption with all these day-to-day guys, if they don't dress tomorrow for Thursday's practice, we're not going to see them on Saturday. Um, maybe if it was a, se- a season game, regular season game, or a playoff game, that would be the case. But again, you don't want to rush things in the preseason because th- this is you want to make sure they are, are safe and good to go. So there's no need to rush them back. The edge player, Jeremy Itachu, uh, his groin day to day. I don't think he is going to play, and that he has man, he he's losing ground to say the least. Max McCaffrey, undrafted free agent wide receiver who has been great in camp. He is day to day as well. So these guys were limited, which um, they could play. These guys all should play. Colwick, the tight end with the knee. Brock Coyle with the hip. Richard Sherman, hamstring. Joshua Garnett. This is probably, again, more great news, but, man, how far behind is he? We're going to have to see where he gets snaps. My guess is he goes in with the second team, and we'll see how much he can play. And then J.P. Flynn is also out with the knee, and Mike Pearson got a recovery day. So um, it's showing you how valuable Pearson is going to be, and... You know, I've heard it said person. I've heard it said Pearson. And so until I get from him the way it's going to be, I want to stay with Pearson just because that's how the announcers were going with it um, last week. So lots of stuff going on personnel-wise as well, man. We have a huge signing with all of our running backs, our number one and two running back down. We go out and we sign Alfred Morris. (laughs) And he picked his number. He's going with number 36 for the 49ers. So if you were just dying to get that Alfred Morris jersey, that is the number you need to get. But uh, I would hold off on buying that jersey just yet. I do love this signing. Absolutely love this signing. We have so many young players. um, You know, outside really of our key starter with Jarek McKinnon, everybody else is just a second-year guy. Matt Breida? Second-year guy. Joe Williams, second-year guy. Jeremy McNichols, second-year guy. So these guys that are fighting for this are very inexperienced, and nobody in our backfield has been that featured back. Alfred Morris has. And if you remember, when Alfred Morris was drafted out of Florida Atlantic, the Owls, 
He was drafted in the sixth round of the 2012 NFL Draft with the Redskins. And guess who was the offensive play caller whenever he was with the Redskins? You guessed it, none other than Kyle Shanahan. And I'm sure whenever (laughs) he got the phone call, Alfred Morris, he had to smile because his two most productive years were his rookie and sophomore year were both under Kyle Shanahan's um, system. And when Kyle Shanahan left, so did his playing time and his production went down dramatically. So uh, real quick, let's just jump through Alfred Morris's stats whenever Kyle Shanahan was there. Man, he was a bell cow back his first year at 335 rushes for 1,600 yards, 13 touchdowns. And the weird thing is, man, this was when Shanahan, he wasn't throwing the ball that much to the back. That, that, and that's not really Alfred Morris's kind of skill set. He only had 16 targets. That's one pass per game for 11 receptions. But, I mean, any time that you can bring 1,600 yards rushing and 13 touchdowns, holy cow. Uh, his sophomore year, he comes out with 1,200 yards, seven touchdowns, and only nine receptions. But And from there, it's just kind of gone downhill. Last year, Dallas, he looked really, really good. I don't know why he didn't get more playing time. They went with Rod Smith over him. Um, not quite sure why. But for a career, even with his down years, in Washington in his first year in Dallas, he is still a 4.4 career rushing yards per attempt average, which is beyond solid. That is, that's awesome. That's very, very significant. So what are we going to do with him now, right? Like, does he have a chance to be a starter? Absolutely not. Um, He came in and practiced today. He was getting the last team reps. He was even going in after undrafted Uh, rookies and all kinds of stuff. So he knows the terminology. He'll be able to step in. Uh, He knows the system. However, it's going to take him a while. And we'll talk a little bit more about the depth chart with the running backs uh, a little bit later in this episode. But the thing that we want to take away here is we have a camp body. And whenever you're number one and number two running back are down, and they will be for probably the next three games, like you've got to understand, like we need people to get carries and we want to make sure that we have guys that can protect our quarterbacks in there because you don't want to throw these guys out there if they're not potential starting with Jimmy Garoppolo. They blow a block, and then all of a sudden, now your franchise quarterback's down. That's not what you want. So we need depth there, and the veteran presence is definitely welcomed. Really do like this hiring. And real quick, I just want to take a break and give a shout-out to Game Day Sports and Memorabilia.com. These guys are just absolutely awesome. Appreciate them reaching out to us, and they've been sponsoring the last couple of episodes. And if you listened to the last episode, the defensive breakdown of the 49ers win over the Cowboys, I don't think I can say the, that phrase enough. The 49ers win over the Cowboys. Man, that sounds nice. We gave away our autographed Jerry Rice helmet. Um, and it went to Izzy Niner 7. So I'm going to be getting that out in the mail to him very, very quickly. Congratulations to you, sir. He's been listening for a long time, so really appreciate the following. And so head over there to Game Day Sports and Memorabilia. They have an authenticity guarantee with every single product that they sell uh, across multiple different formats. And they even have like a little thing that you can click on the bottom where you can see the code and the serial number and who it is backed up with 
Beckett and all these different things. So you don't have to worry about is this legit or not. It's all legit and it's all documented. Uh, awesome site, very user friendly. And right now they got a new thing up on there. I, I go over there too often. My wife's going to get mad at me. They haven't autographed the new black 49ers jersey. Joe Montana autographed jersey up right now, and it is just awesome. So head over there, game day sports and memorabilia. Tell them the 49ers Rush podcast sent you. Now, let's get into the very first combined practice report versus the Texans. Wow. <laughs> right off the bat in team drills, the very first play, Jimmy Ward versus DeAndre Hopkins. And, man, it's Jimmy Ward is great within 20 yards. <laughs> I think that he, he's very, very physical for his size, and his feet are pretty great at the start. However, the longer the play goes, the worse it breaks down. Anyway, DeAndre Hopkins comes out, um, kind of stem routes a little bit, tries to get to the outside shoulder outside of Jimmy Ward, and then do a comeback route. And it's a little bit of hands to the face during the route. And Jimmy Ward rips off DeAndre Hopkins' helmet. DeAndre Hopkins turns around, kind of says, what's up? And then they just start slugging it out. I wouldn't say slugging it out. More like slapping it out. I I hate that wide receiver slapping stuff and corner slapping stuff. But anyway, so that happens. You know, all the teams run out there, whatever else. They get all pissed off. And then they kick off Jimmy Ward out of practice. And they say, if you do something, you know, Robert Saylor said, if you do something that would get you kicked out of a game, it only seems logical that you would get kicked out of the practice as well. So that was the last play for Jimmy Ward, and a lot of other guys got snaps after that. You know, it, it was pretty cool. Probably one of the my favorite videos that is out there on Twitter, which uh, I retweeted, so you can head over to JL underscore Chapman. Scroll down through my feed. You will see the Mike McGlinchey versus J.J. Watt one-on-one film. And, again, it's just one-on-one, but McGlinchey held his own. Uh, looked really, really good, but the reports are coming out. He got put on his backside a few times in teams drills going against Watt. Talk about welcome to the NFL. So that's going to be a fun matchup. I mean, we're going to get to see. It looks like Watt's going to get some snaps. I could see him going out there for the very first series. Some McGlinchey versus Watt. Holy cow, that's going to be fun. So uh, both teams, the Texans and the 49ers, the offenses kind of got dominated. And again, like as I said, Several times, like, this is something that happens in training camp. The defenses are always ahead until we get into about week four or five of the regular season, and this is where the offenses can guide and get into their audibles because they have the film on the coverages that are being dialed up versus different personnel packages and all this stuff, and then you can exploit that. So once you see exactly what they are doing, then after that you can fix it. So um, it's just going to take time. And, again, we saw this with the Texans. You know, our defense totally – I wouldn't say totally like put them on lockdown or anything, but they definitely played better, and their defense was ahead of our offense as well. So let's focus just a little bit on our stuff and kind of what happened for offense. So right off the bat, we go out there, and for every rep and every drill, whether inside, team, whatever, it didn't matter – The guy that got the reps for first running back every single time was Jeremy McNichols. And if you listen to the podcast right after the game, the Offensive Breakdown podcast, I told you, man, Jeremy McNichols looks great. He only had three carries, but, man, he looked the part. And I said I want him to get more snaps, and I'm so glad that Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch, they definitely listened to this podcast. I just want to say thanks to those guys. 
being um, that was a joke, of course. But anyway, um, he took all the first team reps, and so we're going to see how legit this guy is this week. And I think that's going to continue. I, I really do think McNichols is going to get to start this week with Brita and McKinnon out. Now the process was the same for every drill and team. It went McNichols first. Joe Williams second, Mostert third, and I think with Mostert we know what we're getting. So we need to figure out which one of these young guys will make the roster. After that, it was undrafted free agent rookie Jeff Wilson, and then Alfred Morris was already getting snaps even though he was just signed a day ago. Uh, Talk about life in the NFL, man. It goes quick. So that running back position is going to be a lot of fun, and it, it really does seem... Like, they are just giving every single person a chance. Mostert went in first last week. Now McNichols seems to be going in first. I wouldn't be surprised, regardless of how things go, if Williams gets to go in first, Joe Williams, for the third preseason games. It's almost like each person's getting their chance to audition for that third running back spot. But right now, um, if I'm betting, Mostert is definitely uh, winning that race. He played great. Dante Pettis scored twice. Once in seven on seven and once in team drills in the goal line series where they're in the red zone. Uh, looking very good, creating separation, man. That's just what he does. So hopefully we will continue to see him do that. Goodwin continues to dominate targets from Jimmy Garoppolo, and it is not close. The number one wide receiver for the 49ers, I've said this, I'm going to continue saying this, is Marquise Goodwin. It is not Pierre Garçon. Pierre Garçon did catch a touchdown in team uh, drills and 13-yard strike from Jimmy Garoppolo, but Goodwin seems to be the number one guy. It just is what it is. And more positive news. Oh, yeah, Trent Taylor, our boy, Mighty Mouse, the 49ers Rush podcast own. Love this guy. He's back to getting full-time work, and he looked just like Trent Taylor. You know, he's never one of those guys that makes all those huge flash plays. He just gets first downs, and he just catches the ball every time it's thrown his way, which is exactly what we need from him. I absolutely love that guy. Just hard worker and does all the dirty work. So it's great seeing him getting a full practice in. I can't wait to see him on Saturday. Now let's jump over to the defensive side. Great practice. You know, Robert, the the press conference afterwards, they were interviewing Robert Sala, the defensive coordinator, and they asked him about Earl Mitchell. And it, it, it Sala took like half a second, and he goes, this is, I quote, I feel like he came out of the womb a grown man. <laughs> Earl Mitchell, he doesn't get a lot of love, and we don't talk about him a lot because he's just a first and second down guy and goal line guy. He is so dependable. And he just anchors that run D in the middle and allows Reuben Foster to be Reuben Foster. I don't think there's really much threat with DJ Jones taking snaps away from him on first and second down. I really don't. Maybe just spell him if he's tired on long drives. And that's about it. So Earl Mitchell is a guy that we need to just continue to pay attention to because he's just going to be a stud. DeForest Buckner gets another sack and several different pressures on top of that. You know, it's kind of rough in practice because you can't touch the quarterback. And we've seen with DeForest Buckner several times over that he is all he lives in the backfield. He, he's not unblockable, but he's about as close as you can get to that. So I wonder how many sacks he would have actually had, but just absolute beast. Okay, um, if we continue talking about these defensive guys, Akilah Witherspoon is a big question mark for me. I love this kid. And in practice... Gosh, he is just phenomenal. You see this kid's ceiling playing and play out. Now, the thing that I want to see from him, he had a great practice. 
He is amazing at all intermediate routes and routes short routes in front of him. I'm not quite sure his speed is awesome. His footwork's awesome. I want to see what he does against the deep ball. This is something that um, you know is, I'm very, very curious about. And it's not so much I'm questioning him if he can do it. I just want to see it. We haven't really seen a lot of that. There were a few plays last year where he's, he shined big time. But it just seems like what he is doing in practice is awesome. And I really hope that that will continue to, to move over into the games. Ruben Foster and Adrian Colbert had the two biggest hits of the entire practice. And the 49ers fans, the energy was huge from our, our, our team, which is a lot of fun. And you can see that in the videos and the replays that they have up on Twitter. Now, real quick before we jump off here, I want to go through... Basically, who has the most to gain this week, Saturday at 5 p.m. Pacific time in Houston versus the Texans? Who are the guys that I am looking for to make a statement? Let's start off on the defensive side. We always give the offensive side love first. Let's let's go defense. So right off the bat, and this one should be priority number one for everybody, Fred Warner, his first official game as a Niner coming off of his injury. This guy is huge because, one, with Ruben Foster suspended, he's going to be fighting for a spot that first week. Malcolm Smith is still down. He could be fighting for a spot the entire season long. So, you know, best case, he's our starting will, and he just stays that. And we'll just have to see what happens. So very, very excited. Where is he going to be getting reps? Uh, I want to see him go out there with the first team. There's something so valuable whenever you can see a guy versus ones. You know, we saw this with Julian Taylor last week who was awesome, and he got dominated those first series against the Ones. They attacked him in the running game, and again, a couple things I put out on Twitter. Uh, I appreciate you guys reaching out to me. People asked me to put up a snap count videos of Julian Taylor and Tyrell Williams, and I did that, and it picked up a lot of traffic. It's been a fun conversation on there, so appreciate that. If you want to go back and see every single snap that those two guys had, just head over to my Twitter account, JL underscore Chapman. It's all there. Scroll through there, um, and and tell me what you think, because Julian Taylor, can he put up back-to-back stud games, and can he improve? Uh, the, The Houston Texans have the worst offensive line in the entire NFL I you know I I went through and I ranked all 32 starting units and sure enough they are dead last Seattle is 31st and if you are worse than Seattle offensive line you are trash and they are they're they're very very bad I have the 49ers sitting at 13th uh, for what that's worth but anyway another guy on defense that I want to see Cassius March with the Tauchu out man can he go ahead and cement his spot as that passing down Leo player and he looked great last week. He lived in the backfield. He didn't make a lot of plays, but I want that constant pressure to help DeForest Buckner. So we'll see what he does. And then Terrell Williams. Holy freaking cow. He didn't get a lot of snaps. He came in in the fourth quarter, but what he did was unreal. PFF's highest rated player for offense and defense. He had two pass breakups, just an 11 pass coverage snaps positive grade in the run game had a couple stops and then of course the game winning play whenever he batted the ball down in the end zone I I want to see where he gets his snap so he didn't go in until the fourth safety last week I want to see him going with the twos and or the three so pay attention I'm saying he's going to go in in front of exhume and I want to see him out there because this guy's if somebody can make that many plays in such a short time, I don't care who you're playing with against. I, I, I'm just telling you, 
this is my guy. <laughs> I, I called from the start before training camp that I think he's got a, he's a dark horse to make the roster. Then training camp, he kept showing up and making interceptions. And I said, you know what? I think he's going to make the roster. He's a bubble guy. And now I'm, I'm coming out and saying it. I'm putting my stamp on this kid. Terrell Williams is making this 49ers rosters, damn it. And because if we don't, He's going to be gone. There's no way he's going to make the practice squad with us because somebody's going to pick him up. So really excited to see him. Offensively, the most important thing that I'm looking for is that inside running game for the 49ers. We were just awful last week. We got completely dominated up front and the guards in the center position, and that was with our ones as well. Most, It was worse with the ones, to be honest with you. Um, so I want to see what we can do in that guard spot. I want to see what Pearson can do. And I want some movement. You know, our offensive line play and scheme isn't designed to get movement and push them back, but we're supposed to move them to the side and create holes and things like that. So let's see what can happen there. And then also this this conflict, not conflict, but Dante Pettis and Richie James. Richie James went in slot first last week in front of Pettis. I wonder if they do that again or if Pettis gets some more snaps in the slot or if they keep him outside. I want to see what that's going to look like. And then can the man, Magic Nick Mullins, can he continue this insane spot and push for that quarterback two spot? I, I do think there's a wide gap. C.J. Beathard seems to have it locked down, but you cannot downplay what Nick Mullins did last week in that fourth quarter. That was just something special. So, Lots of stuff to look for. Really excited about this game. And during the game, if you can't make it, follow me on Twitter. I will be constantly live capturing film and sending out plays and letting you know. So for some reason, you're not able to watch the game, which you should be. But if you cannot, just head over there. I'll be sending out lots of basically film cut-ups as soon as they happen. So stay strong, faithful, and man, let's get another win versus the Texans. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.